0: everyone and welcome down to episode 69 of the Down South Photo Show with me, Brendan Waits, <laughs> down south here in Ocean Grove, Victoria, and the dude on the other side of the screen and in your other ear, if you're listening in your car, in your headphones, I don't know, <laughs> in I- your truck while you're truck driving, all that sort of stuff. It's Cam Blake in Hobart, Tasmania. Hello, Cameron. G'day, Brendan. Um, so episode 69 and you're down south. I like it. Yeah, so that's, it's
1: gonna it's gonna be a good episode. Writes itself, doesn't it? That's it does. Ridiculous.
0: I wonder if we got um, any I wonder if we got any truck driver listeners. I bet you we have. If you're driving a truck, listening to us right now, honk your horn. I was gonna say toot your horn. Yeah,
1: scare the hell out of the
0: person in front of you and. Thank you, as usual, to everyone for subscribing on YouTube, listening to our podcast. Uh, we have now had approximately six and a half thousand downloads of our little show on your listening apps, such as um, Spotify and uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Apple podcast. all that kind of fun stuff. So, mm. and what's the Google one called? Whatever that is, um, Don't know. Google Podcasts, I guess. So, yeah. thank you, thank mm, you. It's great. Um, a, let's it's... launch straight into a show, shall we? What's your background doing tonight, Cameron? Uh,
1: my background is uh, just got back uh, the other day, well, two days ago, from the, the stunningly beautiful Bruni Island, nice. the island, the island off an island off an island, um, and we went down there for one of my little famous OM Olympus days, Home Systems, and this is a shot. Oh, there's me. I gotta get me out there. Um, this is a shot on the Cloudy Bay, Cloudy Bay Beach. And it was going really well. And then the wind really kicked up. So then we started getting all this movement of the low of the sand across the, you know, maybe an inch off the sand was blowing everywhere. So it was pretty cool. We had all these sort of lines leading away from the camera. And yeah, it was pretty cool. But we had a beautiful day out there. Um, Spent the whole day there exploring the island. And yeah, thought it'd be nice to get down low. I was actually like, I reckon, maybe two inches off the ground for that shot. Got down really low and I used a really ultra wide 14mm lens. Just to get that real wide scape, and they're pretty cool. So two two inches, you say? So you're just <clears throat> standing upright then? Mm-hmm. I was. Yep, I mm-hmm. was lying down actually. <clears throat> oh right, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Um, um. And and you you standing on some stairs again?
0: It's what I do here in Ocean Grove. So Ocean Grove Beach is dotted with these little um, stairways down to the beach, and as you saw, Cam, when you were here. And this is has fast become my most loved and hated steps of stairs set of stairs at the same time. Most loved because it generally points directly towards the sunrise, so you can get cool shots like that. Most hated because these are the very steps that I am exercising on to get ready for our overland track walk in April. Yeah, uh, it is definitely a love hate (laughs) relationship when it comes to. these stairs, I can tell you that.
1: How's that all going? How, how are you feeling about the like stair climbs and uh, how's the heart rate going and how good. the what's going? Your legs good. should be pretty good.
0: You do a fair bit of cycling or you used to? Uh, I did. Uh, I haven't done a lot of cycling this year, but I'm doing a lot more walking. I've definitely notched yeah. up a lot of Ks. And yeah, cool. uh, this week we started doing those very stairs uh, with packs on. So, Ooh, a bit of weight um, in the back. Yeah, half half weight at the moment, so uh, which we will build up, of course. In the yeah. so we'll be down there tomorrow morning, actually six a.m. We get on those stairs. Hence, Brilliant. why I'm able to take photos like that. Yeah. Um. And a little side note: that image there has become my most liked photo of all time through my Facebook page, even more than the Jesus kangaroo. Ridiculous, right? Wow, it's you know how sometimes you get a photo that goes viral. It just sort of takes off and gets shared all over the joint. Well, that's that's Mm -hmm. that one there. Uh, That's actually a cropped version. The the actual version is vertical. I just cropped that in so I could be a background. Uh,
1: Nice,
0: nice. Speaking of viral, you know how you have the
1: Facebook memories that pop up every, you know, oh, this happened 10 years ago, five years. Seven years ago this week, I shared a photo from um, Cape York. I went up to Cape York and it was a waterfall picture and Kenny Rogers, the Kenny Rogers. Shared mm-hmm. it on his photography page because he used to be <laughs> he, he was a photographer. Right. Um and uh it went viral. It had like a hundred thousand shares and something stupid like that. So mm-hmm. I, I got back into reception and uh my phone was going off
0: tap. And I'm like, what's going on here? And yeah, it was all good old Kenny Rogers. So there you go. Well, did you know fun fact, Kenny Rogers never used a tripod? Because he knew how to hold them. I, I, I knew I knew was gonna be here all night. Just, <laughs> yeah. oh. Shocking. Yeah, right. no, uh, I, think, uh, so I think we should move on from that. We, we will. Your week, Cam, what is happening with what's been going <clears throat> on this week other than your background Bruni Island yeah. trip? obviously? Yeah. So we did Bruni Island. Did you see the Ashews on Bruni Island, by the way? I, I I Was he here? I
1: didn't see the, him. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. He apparently was at Bruni Island. I was there. He wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> he was going to catch up. Didn't see him. Didn't see him on East Coast. Didn't see him at Cradle. He's so he's really off grid, hasn't he? Well, I think, you know, he's got a bit of a YouTube following now. I think it's sort of going to his head a bit. I think he's sort of maybe a little bit better than us. And mm-hmm. I, I, I doubt he'll ever co-host a show again. I think he's a bit bigger than us now. So didn't want to catch up with the plebs, did he? No, he just didn't want to associate with us down at this level. So <laughs> anyway, so I went to Bruny Island. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. And um, yeah, we had a full day there. And then uh, tomorrow, so we're recording on Tuesday night, tomorrow morning, first light I fly down to Malaleuca which is right in the very southwest corner of Tasmania down near a place called Bathurst Harbour um not that corner the other corner and um <laughs> so here yeah, we fly in there for a three-day camp so we we glamp in this little beautiful Malaleuca forest uh, and then every day we have this um we have a, a pilot and a boat pilot and a cook and they take us out every day on this boat and we go explore this whole this whole harbour and um Plenty of wildlife and uh, yeah, it's a stunning place. So really excited about this one. This one was actually postponed from November last year due to weather. So we're chomping at the bit to get down there. So we take off tomorrow and get back. I'll get back probably just in time for when this is released. So awesome.
0: Very good. Mm. That sounds like fun. It should be fun. Yeah, and uh, have you got a tan? Did you get a tan where you've been? Or uh, probably I, you know, because I'm not. I'm, I preach to my kids all the time: sunscreen, sunscreen, and I don't. Uh, Back from Queensland, four days up there, which was fantastic. My lovely niece Alina's wedding, uh, which was brilliant, right on the beach. Well, not physically on the sand, but overlooking the beach, main beach in Noosa, which was brilliant. Um, It was quite quite cool, actually, because I got to see the photographers at work. So mm. it's a bit of a wedding factory there. There's like spots for weddings all the way along. And there was another wedding going on at the same time. And I got to see their photographer at work. And of course, yeah, I'm naturally drawn to watching how the photographers do things. I've seen our friend Ash Hughes at work at a friend's wedding as well. And it's just yeah, it's it's cool to sort of sit back and watch the pressure that they're under through them. When <laughs> and, and, yeah. and not feeling it yourself, but understanding that they're there. And um my niece's photographer was fantastic. She was very communi- communicative. She spoke a lot. She talked to us a lot <laughs> and very directive. And, you know, she was giving us lots of direction and stuff, which was great. Yeah. Uh, not that I appeared in. I think I made the cut on one photo, maybe two photos. So.
1: Mm, right. It is, I've been to a few weddings, obviously, and you see the photographer working there and, yeah, on the same. You're watching me like, oh, I'd probably be over that side now or I'd be down there or that's yeah, a good yeah, spot. Yeah. They're in a good spot there. That's a really – I didn't think about that. Or, yeah. you know, they're taking like these little macro shots of things on the tables and you're like, oh, I've never done that before. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I
0: think the yeah, upside uh, for Alina was that the girl was from Noosa Heads and she knew, yeah. she'd she'd done umpteen weddings there, knew yeah. exactly what the light was doing. So uh, it was great. It was a very, very good uh, four days away with the fam bam and now we're yeah. back to uh, – back to reality so and yeah. i didn't even take a camera with me well other than my phone i didn't yeah. take a real camera with me it's funny how you do that sometimes you just need to not take a camera but it's really hard to yeah. sometimes oh it's difficult for me i i always want to take one um a couple of reasons i didn't one it's a family holiday and if i take the camera i generally want to sneak off and shoot a sunrise or a sunset which sort of gets me away from the fam um and also, number two, we just had uh, carry-on luggage for this one, so we didn't want to yeah. add add it for a weight. You get your seven kilos and away you yeah, go. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Well, it sounds like you had a good time. It's awesome. It was grouse. Mm. Um, main topic for discussion this week, Cam. Mm. Um, Where are we going with this one? So a little bit about last week's episode, episode 68, which was uh, – AI can go bleep itself. Um, please no swear words tonight, Cam. I can't be bothered. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. It was you last week as well. Don't forget. <laughs> True. But you started it.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> uh, it's been interesting, the comments. I mean, uh, to be frank, uh, not as much of a reaction as I thought we'd get, to be honest. Um, yeah. and I, I don't, I don't Whether think... or not it's because the horse has already bolted and all this information's already out mm, there. I don't know. Um like uh, we we would certainly not do things
1: for clickbait we wouldn't we wouldn't pick up topics to try and get people to like and listen and subscribe <laughs> if you haven't subscribed um but yeah i think i mean in a way i'm actually really happy with the out, uh the output of what that last episode did because hmm. i was expecting a lot more like there was some there was actually some really great comments on on the youtube channel there's some really insight incisive incisive insight insightful. Ins- in- insightful I can't we'll make a word up um the comments were incredible like there was some really good thought goes into some of those comments but on the flip side I'm like oh well that that didn't really you know didn't really sort of kick off as much as what we thought might might happen in the conversation on the on the feedback there but in a way I'm glad it didn't because what that means is that this whole episode around this AI image hasn't really caught traction for the people that did it so yeah. it, it, yes, it was in news.com and yes, it was on the Australian photography magazine podcast or, or website or wherever they might've put it on, but it's died off really quick. Like there it doesn't has. seem to be any further controversy around it, which I think is great. So to credit to everyone who may have listened to the um the episode or read the article or, or, or got involved in some way, I think people have just gone, yeah, it's AI that's, it's going to happen, but I'm not getting involved with it. It's not something I want to touch. It's not something, it's not real photography, uh, and we can move on. So I thought I thought it was pretty good how um, yeah. people reacted to it.
0: Yeah, I think in general, the comments followed our thoughts. When you look on um, Digitirex uh, social posts, if you look um, look on, I think even the company who we won't name who made the image, yeah. if you re- they got a lot of very, very negative uh, feedback yeah, from they, people like us. It. They um, did. There was yeah. um, some comments on there that, yeah, I, I and a lot of it justified and a lot of it indefensible. Um, you know, hmm. they were basically coming back and using the excuse of "Oh, it was an experiment. We just wanted to see." Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think you knew exactly what you were doing, and it yeah. was general. You know, to to get eyeballs, um, yeah. which which kind of worked, but negative eyeballs, which probably isn't great.
1: Well, I, I, I can think. sort of. I can. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this, and I, I can sort of relate relate a little bit to this company that did what they did, because I I had a, a bit of an issue when I was a few years ago when I created the hairy tog character that went out there and sort of started picking muck at all the funny, funny things that photographers do. And um, that that escalated very quickly out of control. And, you know, hand on heart, my, my original thought about that was to have a little bit of fun, but also, you know, bring some awareness to how comments can upset people or how photography is, you know, a subjective art where you don't have to worry about what other people think. So I can see how it escalated pretty quickly for this mob and how it could it so easily can go to the positive or the negative you know based on the first few comments if you know if those first few comments are all oh that's amazing ai is incredible i love it it's really good then the sw- the whole swing might have gone to being more positive but i think like i said i think people were not happy because there was just there's just no need for it. Um, yes, you can use your AI and and create your incredible landscapes and stuff like that. But to go ahead and enter it into a competition, hoping that it would cause controversy, uh, I think that was just the wrong way to go about it. But you know, I don't think that'll stop them doing what they're doing. But um, one thing that it has now um, brought to light so much, like since it's happened, every single image now I see on Instagram or <laughs> Facebook, I go, oh, well, that's good, that's impressive. Is it AI? Uh-oh. could, could be, yeah. no that's idea. Right. There's there's a. Well, actually, we'll put it up on the screen. I'm going to make you work for this for a second, but we'll put Fine. it up on the
0: screen. Screen. Brendan yeah. just goes. Yeah. Um, but there's a no, shot. No, Brendan's got to make notes of what time this is in the podcast, and oh, that's <laughs> okay. It's about 13 minutes in. It's so, on the screen.
1: It's on the screen. So there's this picture on the screen, which is a snow leopard on top of this snowy mountain range. It's out in the middle of back of nowhere, um, Bangladesh, or it's somewhere in the mountains in the middle of nowhere and it's got this incredible, a bit like your sunset behind you, this incredible sunset, this beautiful snow-capped mountain and this snow leopard right in front of this trail camera looking back at the camera. It's an incredible shot, and a lot of people have probably seen it. But um, the first thing I thought was, wow, that's a bloody good shot. And then the second thing I thought was, mm, is, it, is, it, is it a good <coughs> shot? Oh, bless you. Is it a good shot or is it AI or, or what is it? So, yeah, if, if anything, it's caused some doubt going forward. And I think you hit the nail on the head last week, um, when you said every photo competition now is going to be absolutely ripped to shreds in regards to <coughs> oh. Oh,
0: Wow. There you go. Maybe you're I... maybe you're allergic to AI. So for those of you who didn't hear that, I just sneezed twice and i hopefully I've edited my own sneeze out there, but <laughs> we'll <laughs> see how okay. you're you're giving yourself a lot more work than you need to. Oh, goodness, um but, anyway. but yeah, but I think
1: I think you hit the nail on the head last night or uh, the other last week when you said that um you know that that the photo competitions now are going to be really scrutinised a lot, yeah, um, because yeah. of it's, this. Which, which maybe that's a good thing. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still I'm still jury well and truly out. Yeah. Um. You know, I've, I've spoken with a couple of people who agreed with some, one of the things I had to say and that is when you if you go online to these sites that can create these photorealistic images via AI yeah. after about the third or fourth one it gets really boring <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's like uh, I'd probably rather actually go out and take photos thanks so yeah that's right
1: like that, that, that that's really I think that's what it came back to in the crux of it all is that yeah it's, it's cool okay yeah you've done well to um you know to create that but as we said last week as well it do, it doesn't Replace the feeling of actually taking that shot and yeah. and and getting that shot and 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 getting the feeling of creating that amazing moment
0: uh, as we sometimes do. So yeah,
1: it was an interesting conversation. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, it was good. Yeah, well, and while um, it just popped into my mind just now, um, the fact that you don't use a camera, uh, you know, you just use the keyboard. There's no sort of tool there. Sort of triggered this as well. Yeah. I'm now in the in the throes of working out. What lenses I need to take with me on this overland track, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And 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 it's like, well, if we go full AI, like that, those kind of things, that that's all going to disappear as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's just going to be this weird sort of black hole where the excitement of gear is going to go, which I love. It's a, it's a yeah. cool cool thing looking at at gear and um, yeah, you know, it's I, it's just another element that's going to disappear.
1: I just yeah, like, look, I, I having live in a family where my wife and brother-in-law are quite heavily graphic artists sort of or in the way they are oh, I can definitely see the incredible skill and incredible power of AI that can help create these real sort of amazing pictures and graphics and designs and stuff like that um, but in regards to photography like, I think you're 100% right like what's the point of what's the point of being a photographer if you're not going to go out and take a photograph like yeah. It's not. It's it defeats the whole purpose. So, yeah. yes, it'll have its own category somewhere. It'll have its own space in in the art world, mm. um, but it's not a. It's not a.
0: It's not a photography art. It would be it's, like it would be like playing St. Andrews in a simulator, and every hole you get an eagle or a birdie. Yeah you know yeah. for free it's like it's ridiculous there's no yeah, yeah. anyway we we banged yeah. on a lot about it in the last episode we've already taken up a few minutes in this episode as well yeah um yeah so i'll uh i'll move on i think we should one move on. one more thing before we move on, on because i always
1: do that um i've had a few people actually reach out and said are you going to get this company on the podcast and have a chat because on the australian photography magazine they were saying that they were happy to have a chat after this all happened. Um, just a disclaimer, we, we haven't heard a thing. We haven't been approached. We're not, we're not approaching them. Um, no. We haven't been approached for having them on the show. Uh, if they do choose to reach out, then that's something we'll consider. But at the moment, uh, no.
0: They can no. they can stay as per T-shirt. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> so uh, Now, um, uh, probably our main, main topic for Episode 69 of the Down South Photo Show can you learn photography from YouTube or is it just a deep hole of inf- of misinformation and opinions? Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I get uh, asked a lot um, through my business. I want to learn photography. I want to, you know, and of course, the first thing I do is direct them towards the workshops that I run and the workshops that you and I run. More yes. about our workshops later in this episode, by the way. Stick around. Yes. Um, and I quite often do recommend YouTube, and the reason number one reason I recommend YouTube is because it's free. Um, now, because apart YouTube apart from all the ads, well, it's free in inverted commas, yes. um, and it's easy. I mean, you can you can sit down at your you know your iPad and you can start watching a tutorial on I don't know a tutorial on Aperture, for example, and you can literally pause the lecture, pause the teacher and do what they tell you, and then push play again, which I think is invaluable. Yeah. I find a lot of people will will watch a YouTube instructional video from beginning to end and then go, what the hell? I think it's really if, if you interact with it in that way, it can be really good. The yeah. problem, of course, is there is a lot of misinformation out there. And, you know, you could probably find, I don't know, 50,000 videos on Aperture alone. Yeah. Well... Is there one right video? Probably not. Yeah. What I encourage people to do, though, is to find someone you like listening to and someone who you feel like a bit of a connection with. Like you, Cameron. That's right. Like like us. Yeah, like (laughs) us collectively. Um, Yeah, yeah, look, I I
1: think I I sometimes rag out YouTube a little bit, but I'm with you, though. I think the the ones that are instructional videos, so... The ones where it is, hey, this is how the rule of thirds work, or this is how aperture works and shutter, all that kind of stuff. The ones that are actually um instructional, I find are uh, really good. Where, where I think people get a little bit confused and a little bit lost, and I hear this a lot in my workshops, is that they come in and they're like, oh yeah, but I, I watched Thomas Heaton and he did this, and I watched Ben Horn and he did this, and I watched Photo Tripper and he did this, and I watched this person and they did this, and I just can't figure it out. I think. I think people need to differentiate between the instructional videos that are purely there. And usually they're run by either the camera brand themselves or a pretty well-known photographer that is in the workshop world altogether. So I think people need to people need to differentiate between those videos that are actually probably going to teach you something about photography versus the ones that are more entertainment, where, you know, like the ones where they go on their assignments or they go out into the snow or they're hiking somewhere or they're in a van going around the world or whatever, where it's almost a, an episode of what they're doing, a bit like what Ash is doing, you know, in, in regards
0: to his videos.
1: The, you know they, definitely they,
0: Thomas Heaton, he's, he's like that for sure. Yeah,
1: exactly. And and definitely they chuck some tips in there. But I find, and it's it, it's quite funny in a way, because you get people come on workshops and, you yeah, know, we're all fairly brand loyal. Like we hang shit on Canon and Nikon and Sony and all the other brands. And we get on workshops, and people are like, oh, I got a Nikon, and I got a Canon, and I got a Sony and Olympus, the whole lot, Fuji. And then people start saying, oh yeah, but I watch Thomas Heaton, but I, oh yeah, but I watch Photo Tripper, or no, I watch um the other guy or this other guy. And there's almost this playoff between these internet internet celebrities who are photographers, as to who's right or who's wrong. And I think it, as it says, it's a deep hole. And I think maybe misinformation a little bit, but opinions, I think, definitely where, you know, we can all shoot scenes differently. Um, but so yeah I think I don't know you it can have its purpose YouTube but then I think you've just got to stop yourself from going down the entertainment value side of things and maybe yeah, maybe yeah it's a classic maybe case of um
0: of infotainment where you that is, yeah yeah you know where um someone like Thomas Heaton who I'm hand on, I, I quite enjoy his videos I know he's yeah. not everyone's cup of tea but I, I certainly enjoy his videos I think it's mainly to do with the fact that he's in Scotland a lot, which is in yeah. the Lake District and these places in the UK, which just look incredible to photograph. But what he does well, he's quite a good storyteller, yep. um, which is great. But he also, um, he also sort of immerses the viewer in what he's trying to accomplish that day with his photos. Yep. Yep. So he'll be in an area recently, he's been doing a lot of stuff in the snow in Scotland. They've had a lot of blizzards and yeah, that sort yeah, of stuff, has, yeah. which is pretty spectacular stuff to photograph. And he and he talks about his frustrations where he can't get an image and, you know, what he has to do, what he has to go through to yep. achieve the the look or the image that he's wanting to go through. And that invariably just gives off tips left, right and centre. Yeah, you know, yeah. But he does it in such a way where he's not preaching to you and not not teaching you per se, but yeah. he's walking his, walking his way through a scene and how he would achieve that. Yeah. And for me, I, I think that's a way I like to teach as well, is if I get to a location, I look at it and go, how would I photograph this? Well, yeah. let's walk my student through how I would do it and yeah. bring them with me. Yeah. And if they're doing the same things that I'm doing side by side, that's great. Yeah. but also leave the door open for variation and their yeah. own flair.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like I I, I I, find I can't sit through, and I think Thomas Heaton does a good job because he has about 15 minutes, and that's about my attention yeah. span. Yeah. Any, more, any more than that, and I'm like, all right, you know, double tap, get 15 seconds, double tap, 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But when I watch Thomas Heaton, I, I don't feel like he's trying to force feed you um, information as such. Yeah, like like he said, he throws in a few tips through his perspective. I, this is what I was trying to achieve, and I think that's very helpful. But I think that what I think people struggle with sometimes is if everyone subscribes to these massive channels, and you know every every week or two they're getting you know all you know maybe five or six different episodes on all different types of photography, and there's a lot of information in there, even though they're not necessarily spewing it down your throat the whole way. There's a lot of information that people take away from those those videos, and. If you're not not at a level where you understand the basics of photography, then going out and trying to do what these guys do on YouTube is going to probably confuse you more than, you know, if you had a bit more of an idea of the basics. So they're great. Like I said, they're infotainment, um, which Mm. is fantastic. But Mm -hmm. I think if you're wanting to learn photography via YouTube, I think the safer bet is to go to the more established educational type of channels. Yeah. And not not so much it's a, by all means, watch the entertainment ones and enjoy them. But if you really, like you said, you can sit there and pause and go practice depth of field or something like that and then come back. And you know, those ones where they're sort of step by step, this is what it does and this is how it helps you, I think they're a lot more beneficial.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, the photo tripper, for example, um, again, by association, gives you a lesson along the way. Um, But of course, his whole angle is just pure comedy. That's pure uh, piss take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 he's very good at what he does. That's for sure. Like, he, yeah, you know, we get a laugh out of him. I get a laugh well, out of him. Well, time. it's funny.
1: It's it's funny you say that because we we approached him to come on the show, and maybe this yeah. year he will. Yes. Um he has. He has not committed, but he has indicated that maybe this year he
0: might. Gavin's um, watching for sure. He's one of those dudes um, that watches but hasn't subscribed. Yeah, how many he's of those just, do we have? Yet? We have lots of them, wouldn't we? Uh Yes, we do. Yeah, <laughs> you're not if you're not
1: subscribed to the channel, folks. What's what's going on? <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah, we'll pause we'll pause for a couple of seconds
0: just so you can okay. go and do it. Go. Do what now? Subscribe. Just waiting for oh. people to subscribe. Just waiting. Right. Okay. Well, uh, you're telling the listeners that we're yeah, pausing yeah. so they yeah, can yeah, go and subscribe. Yeah, yeah. They,
1: they, they should have done it by now. So anyway, I, I sometimes watch Photo Trippers episodes and I, I get frustrated sometimes because there's little things that he does, and I'm like, oh really? I yeah. wouldn't have done that. I would have done yeah. it this way, or yeah. you know, some of the photo settings that he has flash up on the screen in the corner. I'm like, really, you shot that at f six point three? Yeah, that's, that's right. Weird. So, yeah. um, and I think that's one of those things where people can get a bit confused because they look at these professional photographers who do do these amazing shots. And they've just been watching another YouTube clip where they say, you know, F11, F16 gives you a major yeah. depth of field. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, then they yeah. see the settings pop up on the next person's channel saying, yeah. this landscape was shot at F4. And they're like, well, hang on a sec. Why are they yeah. doing that? Not doing that. I think the answer to the most people's questions about would you learn photography on YouTube is, yes, you will, but you're better off booking a workshop with us or someone <laughs> similar and actually going out physically. And, and so you can actually bounce a thousand questions off the instructor. Yeah. As much and as and
0: I think um, it's a classic case of you can only break the rules once you know them, yeah. And that's where you know you've you've got to set the grant now. So I, I for example, um, I run an entry level photography workshop. We don't even go out in the field. It is in my shop. Um, it's it's the most popular workshop I, I run, and we literally crawl before we can walk before we can run and we do that within a space of two and a half hours in one workshop where we get people even the simple things of how to hold your camera yeah people do it wrong they Mm -hmm. do it wrong from the get-go so i like to give them that foundation to begin with no 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 this is how you should be doing it this is how you should stand when you take your photos this is how you should look through the viewfinder all that really simple stuff that people take for granted and they think they already know how to do it Mm. they don't know how to do it particularly yeah. beginners in fact i've had some people who are quite experienced photographers come to that entry-level workshop and i've raised a few eyebrows and like okay i've been doing that wrong this whole mm. time yeah. <laughs> so, so but, really this guy's going to show me how to hold a camera okay let's see oh yeah, yeah. Right, the, one, the,
1: the one the one, the <laughs> one that gets me all the time is when people come along to the workshops and they you know we generally hold our camera like that and then you yeah. play with the lens I mean, yeah. the yeah. ones that do that one yes where they yes. do the where they focused over the top yep. of the lens
0: not from under the lens right. yeah yeah or I, 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 they hold yeah. their big expensive slr like a phone and they hold it like that yeah 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 and, well and i was okay. like what are you doing the lenses over here
1: <laughs> yeah well it's funny you say that because uh a good friend of the show jamie who's a good friend from down here who came to Bruni, he uses a canon i think eos mark 5d whatever the hell they call mark mm-hmm. 700 or something mm-hmm. and the last few times we've been out shooting it's been doing it does my head in and we're, we're friends so i can say to hang shooting but uh like he, he'll, he'll he doesn't actually put his camera up to his eye his viewfinder up to his eye he ha- holds his big giant cannon out using the screen i'm like dude use the viewfinder it's so much easier Definitely. you know you get a better grip you get better stability you actually get better framing because there's not all this junk on the screen and uh it's a bit of an ongoing joke so jamie if you're listening for christ's sake mate put your viewfinder up to your face
0: correction you were friends we were friends <laughs> <laughs>
1: well he's coming on the overland track so very good so he's, so, the, he's the one that's going to be carrying my bag okay great. yeah yeah well he's, he's he's thinking of taking a 100 to 400 cannon
0: yep that's what i said so what well, instead of a tent <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that's yeah, all right well uh, he's not my, my, my tent is big enough for one and a half people so yeah, yeah. if he's quite svelte he can keep me warm no, he's pretty. He's fairly tall. He's okay. um. He, you wouldn't even snuggle up pretty well, but okay, great. So yeah,
1: so I don't know. What do we get out of that? Like, are we teaching telling people to go learn off YouTube, or are we telling them to
0: not? I think Beast very selective. YouTube is a behemoth. Um, it's it's an absolute monster. Uh, yeah. I th- I find some YouTube um channels I find really frustrating, yeah. where they they <laughs> they use clickbait to <laughs> to get but you know. Learn aperture in three simple steps, and then they rave on for like seven or eight minutes about not aperture at all and some other crap and the <laughs> history of cameras and blah, blah blah. So can you can you just show me the thing? I'm here to see the thing. Can you show me the thing? Get to uh, the point. Then, Get to exactly. the
1: point. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
0: that's where it can. And you're right, ads and stuff, and that can yeah. all be frustrating. You uh, know what? You know what
1: shits me to tears. Here? Here's another. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bleep it. But it's very close to being bleeped, mm. and it's everywhere. Squarespace,
0: <laughs>
1: get stuffed! I don't give a shit about Squarespace building a website for me. This this yes. movie, this this episode is sponsored by Squarespace. Yes, I don't I think that James Popus. James Popsis. Popsis. They're, they're all all of them. It's all sponsored by Thomas Eaton. Thomas yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit about Squarespace. Yeah, don't this care.
0: Episode is brought to you by Squarespace. So
1: That's if right. anyone from Squarespace is watching, we don't care.
0: Yeah. Just yep. we don't you don't need to put ads on there. Just no, go away. Don't. Um, thank you, Squarespace, for looking after my website needs for the last five years. I appreciate it. Do you use <laughs> oh, uh, Yes, <you> absolutely do?
1: <laughs> that's well, there's another there's another episode. You know, what what platform do you use <laughs> well, to build a right. photography website? So. Um
0: now one one YouTuber who we talked about infotainment and who is very, very good at it is yes. the down south photo show's very own Ben Horn. Yes um now if you're looking, he actually calls it uh clickbait and advert free mm. content, yeah, and he's totally right now with his stuff, if you are a, what I would like to call it intermediate photographer so you know the basics you you know you've maybe been on a few workshops, that sort of stuff, tune in into Ben Horn um we'll link him below. his stuff is is I find his stuff almost cathartic to watch this his yeah. delivery, he's got a beautiful voice for his yeah. voiceovers um and the way he walks the viewer through his day and through what he's looking for in a photo and then to actually see the payoff and see the images and he's very honest about it as well where he will say that didn't work i'm showing it to you anyway which is which is gutsy and he's like i don't like this photo but he ends up showing it to you which is which is really cool yeah um and, and he and he immerses you in zion for example you know the yeah place well i'm i'm gonna
1: reach out to ben for this year when i go to zion i'm gonna see if i can catch up with him buy him a coffee or beer or whatever he has you Last could do hour. a show together over there and i could be your host yeah maybe your guest <laughs> you guest. um but the thing i like about ben as well like one he shoots films so it's a lot more traditional, which obviously sort of suits what I like. But even like you said, at the end, he shows you the, the, the results, good, bad, or ugly. But in the last few episodes, he's actually been using some expired film that's out of date, which has actually been having a major effect on his on his results. But, you know, any any normal person would say, oh, I'm not going to show that, or I'm not even going to say I'm using old film or something like that. But he, he puts it all out there. So, you know, what you see is what you get. Um, but, yeah, he, he does a, a wonderful job. Uh, as we know, we we met him that time. He's a he's a lovely guy, and he, his journeys. Yeah, you know, he, he's whenever I see one of his episodes come out, it's the only YouTube show apart from our own, of course, that I would put on a big screen and watch. Yeah. You know, have a have a hot chocolate and watch it before I go to bed or something like that. And because yeah. it's one of those things that just look good big on screen, so he does yeah. a great job. So yeah, agree definitely. Anyone who hasn't uh, checked him out, Ben Horn, uh, he's on YouTube. Uh, I
0: think he's got some Death Belly videos coming out pretty soon as well. Awesome. Um, and the other one who I like to watch is Nick Carver as well, which I think yes. you've, you've seen him before as well. Yeah, a little yeah. bit different to Ben Horne. Um, yeah. In fact, completely different to Ben Horn. Not even really. It doesn't shoot yeah. a landscape. Shoots a lot, of, lot. shoots a lot of architecture, but also shoots mm. on film. Yeah. Another one worth checking out. Uh, so, yeah, um, look, to answer the question, can you learn photography from YouTube? Yes, you can, but you've got to do some digging. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's a bit of effort involved in in, in finding the answers to your questions sufficiently yeah. and efficiently.
1: I think the other thing as well, which I I see shine through a lot, is that people are in such a hurry to learn so much, like, and I think that okay, if I spend a weekend on YouTube, I'm a, I can become a professional <laughs> photographer at the end of it. And there, there's no, there's absolutely no rush to be the best photographer you can be. It is actually a journey. Like it's not. You know, if you can pick up the camera and, and make nice photos straight off the bat, then you, you, you know, you're doing really well and it's kudos to you for doing it. But it really should be a journey that changes with, you know, I know my photography's changed just to, based on me getting older. Like I look at things differently. I got a bit more, you know, world smarts about me. I've got a bit more wise over the years. I've had a bit more experience and stuff like that. So my photos from 20 years ago to now are all evolving into who I am really. So don't be in a hurry to just jump on YouTube and, and learn everything in a week um it you know give yourself a good couple of years to start really nailing those
0: um those those things that you need to yeah i mean it's a classic case of the what is it 40,000 hours no not that many what is it is a thing where you become an expert at something and is it 10,000 yeah. hours or whatever yeah it is. yeah, yeah. Uh, photography is definitely one of those um yeah. where as cam said you might already you might already have an eye the composition eye which is brilliant uh, and a real asset but the technical side of stuff might be letting you down well yeah. get started on that ten thousand hours and you'll be a professional
1: yeah well that's funny you say that as well because um that young guy i was teaching us uh, oscar who yes. mentioned a few times on that, he just put up a photo down here in hobart on the weekend they had a wooden boat festival so all these beautifully handcrafted boats all around constitution dock where you know where the sydney to hobart finishes and there was this it was just an array of wooden boats colors flags the whole lot and he, he snapped off a shot the other morning of these two little rowboats, different colored rowboats. It's a stunning, stunning image. I, I've heavily encouraged him to go out and try and sell his image for it. Um, but he's 12, 13 years old. Like he hasn't had any of the world experience that you and I have had. He hasn't been shooting anywhere near as long as we've had, but he's got an eye. He sees things really well and he's editing it really well. But, you know, he'll still grow as a photographer over the years. And, you know, he'll probably change his approach to how he does things. Um, for a young bloke, he's, he, he's, he's, like a Jack in a Jack and a bean bean stall with Jack in what is Jack in the bean bag. He doesn't he's stand a, still. He's, he's Jack, a Jack in the Jack, box. Jack, Jack in a box. I'm just struggling today. He's a Jack in a box. Like he, like he we've been out a few times and I'll set up to do one shot. He's onto his 10th already. He just, he just yeah. goes, 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 yeah. goes, goes, go. So kids. He'll, yeah. Kids. <laughs> that's right. He'll, he'll learn, to, he'll learn to slow down, but uh, as well, check out Oscar merchant um, on Instagram, Oscar merchant. He's got some really great stuff for a young bloke and yeah, really cool to see.
0: Nice. Cool. All right. Moving right along. Uh, tip of the week: Don't sing it.
1: <laughs> you, you my my,
0: my very uh, very short and simple tip of the week this week we like to keep tip of the week nice and short and simple, uh, and that is to plan ahead. Yeah. Um, so, for example, um, you know when I head down to the beach here to to do photography, I I will look: When is the sunset going to be? When is the sunrise going to be? Um, where is the sun going to rise? Where is the sun going to set? Even simple things like tide times make a big difference to me, where I am, yeah. uh, and to everyone, things like the the phases of the moon can make a big difference as well. So, um, for example, um, when we're uh, out at Lake Tyrrell, there's not going to be a moon. So that's, that's actually going to be pretty cool for astrophotography. There will be a moon. Oh, we just won't see gonna it. Gonna yeah, it's, it's not going it. to disappear. No. You've heard all these stories of the alien
1: crafts flying over the US at the moment. There's yeah. a lot of weird stuff going on oh yeah yeah hopefully we'll see a couple that'd be cool it would be cool um but yeah you're right plan ahead um i I still i'm still a strong believer that there's there's a couple of simple things you can do to really excel um your your photography and one of them is planning ahead you know don't don't get to where brendan is down at the beach for a sunset at lunchtime not going to happen um
0: (laughs) and say it's an extreme example cameron (laughs)
1: But that's the thing. Like some people ask, like, how do you get all that colour? Or how how does the light get so nice? I get my ass out of bed at a ridiculous hour. Oh, I was there at sunrise. Oh, I didn't get there till 10 o'clock. Well, there you go. Mm. The light's completely different. Um, Same thing, you know, tides and and moon phases and directions of sun. You know, sun moves at every season. So, you know, it might set at a different spot at each season. But, yeah, the simple thing is just plan ahead and it'll save you a heap of headaches. You're not going to be sprinting from the car to try and get a shot when the light's going off. You'll be there already set up, ready to go, and you know it just makes
0: the whole experience a bit more pleasant. Absolutely. So plan ahead. Um, briefly, uh, a little bit about some gear that was launched this week from OM Systems. Um, we do talk about OM Systems a lot, mainly because cam, cam shoots on OM System, and I've just recently acquired it acquired an om5 but coincidentally uh, they also released their new 90 millimeter macro um cam is it f 2.8 it is f 2.8 um uh yeah i'd just like to stop the podcast there and let everyone know that it is not in fact f 2.8 this lens is f 3.5 so uh just to clear up this is an f 3.5 lens not an f 2.8 if we say f 2.8 again we are wrong it is actually an f 3.5 uh back to the show Um, lovely little macro
1: yeah and it's one of the pro lenses and Mm -hmm. it has the weather sealing and image stabilizer
0: as well so So the pro lenses from uh, om system use their zuko glass is that right uh they do yeah yes so it's 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 very high quality um crystal glass probably grown in a laboratory which is awesome so it minimizes flaws and things like that yeah um comes with The interesting price tag of a a tick over two grand. Yes. Value for money there, Cam. Uh, Look, I haven't physically had a go at it. Um, It looks quite
1: big um, for what it is. So ninety mil in OM system is the equivalent of one hundred and eighty mil. So it's quite a long lens to start with. but I think so. Um, it's definitely a specialised area that people want to get into macro. Um, they do double up as a pretty nice portrait lens as well. They definitely do. Um, and generally, the macro lenses have higher-end glass or glass coatings on them. So they are very good for uh, for macro and portrait. Um, but I think that price range might be a tad high, but it'll probably come down over the, over the few months and once they start getting them in. But they come out, I think, next week. Um, awesome. So, yeah, that should be good. I know there's a lot of people down here in Tassie who – shoot their fungi and all their little fagus leaves well we've are we've excited. talked a
0: lot about macro lenses on the show for it being another option when for example the weather conditions might not suit landscape mm-hmm. you can yes. grab out your macro lens and keep on photographing um, yeah that's it yeah. you know you're not hamstrung by having to shoot wide angle or you know using using a telephoto lens you might want to get a real ultra close up of those grains of sand on that beach behind, behind cam there. Um, And that's where a macro, yeah, it's sort of, it's sort of um, it can quench your thirst when you're a bit thirsty for a, for a good photo, but the conditions are a bit frustrating.
1: Yeah. Look, macro is a wonderful little thing that you can get into, Um, but you're right. It's a different world that you're working in. So um, I think that's pretty cool. Um, This is not on the running sheet, but I saw something pop up the other day and I know we don't really speak much about Canon. As we we do it. speak a
0: lot about Canon. Especially
1: in, in, in not great terms, but they've also just released a camera. <laughs> been shooting
0: with Canon for the last few years. <laughs> there you go. Uh,
1: so they've released a, a Canon R8, which has oh, come out. Good. I think it's yep. come out now. Um, yep. I think it's sort of a mid range sort of thing from what I understand. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it's full frame. Uh, what else has it got? 30 megapixels, 12 frames a second. Well, 30 megapixel will put it right in the
0: mid-range for their, yeah. um, for their sensor size.
1: Yeah, um, and it looks like it's built to do a bit of speed and stuff like that, and, and high-end video, which is good. I think yep. there's a new, I think there's a new Nikon Z8 coming out at some stage this year, so yep. we might vary away a little bit from OM
0: systems as stuff starts coming out. There's new Fujis yep. coming out. Awesome. Uh, the, the Sony A. Keep an ear out for gear talk as we move on through the show, guys. Um, mm. I think the R8, though, my understanding, um, well, I would say replaces the R7, but that that was the old. Back in the EOS days, the 7D. So you had your your double um, O series, so your, your, your 500D, 600D, 700D, 800, 900D. Yeah. Did they get to 900? I'm not sure they did. And then they had their 50D, 60D, 70D, you know. And they had they had four different cameras. And one up from that was the 7D. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I actually took a 7D for a run years ago, and absolutely loved it. I loved the build quality and the way it fit my Oversized novelty hands. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was it was as a really steady base to shoot from. Right. Um, I've still actually got the original lens that I had with that camera. It was their seventeen to eighty five? Was a good little kit. Yeah, uh, but it was never full frame. The seven D, um, right. and then they went ahead and you know then you jump up to their five D series, which was phenomenal. Like yeah, the original five D was a was a needle mover in um, photography because it was a yeah. it was a relatively cheap full frame camera. So yeah, they're was. 5D, 5D two, 5D three, 5D Mark IV, which they are still selling. Yeah. Um, you know, great, great outfits. And the uh the R series, I think, is is slots just below their pro range, but above their Pro enthusiast range, if you oh. like.
1: Here's, here's a little tip for people that might not realize, but in most camera brands, the smaller the number of the in, in the title of the camera, the higher mm-hmm. the quality or the higher the, the professional standard of that Correct. camera. So, for example, the EOS one is the top line, the OM one's the top line, uh, the Z, whatever it is, and the Nikon's the top line.
0: Um, maybe the Sony's are different as well. I'm not too sure. not the sure with Nikon, I think Nikon might have broken that mold. They might have gone, gone out. On, the, the, on the other way. I the think A, the Z nine yeah. is now their top of the line. Yeah, one. I
1: think I think it is yeah. uh, the A the A one in the Sony. So yeah, if you if you're not sure what to look for, and you're sort of just searching around camera brands and camera uh, names, generally, if you look at the number, the smaller that number, the the higher mm-hmm. the rating in professionalism of that camera you would. Assuming most, maybe not Nikon, but Nikon, and, yeah. their lenses
0: come off back to front too. So that's right. That's and right. generally the bigger loan you have to take out to buy the thing. That's right. You'll need a couple of extra kidneys. So... <laughs> um, our very popular segment, Deer Cam. We don't have a Deer Cam question this week, however, we always like to mention Dear Cam. So popular uh, if, we don't have one. <laughs> if you have a Deer Cam question, uh please send it to us. Uh comment below, send us to send us send it to us via email via comment via link via courier pigeon, smoke signals, whatever takes your fancy. All right, cool. Well, we need, the last one we had was a bit of a doozy with the light roomy backup <laughs> thing. Or
1: was it ever. So, um, so, yeah, if you've got a question, uh, maybe you might have a question about, you know, Canon cameras or Nikon. Maybe send us something that's a bit left field. We'll try and
0: BS our way through it. Absolutely. Um, now, just a little bit of homework, bit of housekeeping for the Down South Photo Show. Um, our Down South Photo Show workshops, which we have coming up on King's Birthday long weekend here in Victoria, Australia, uh, June tenth and eleventh. The June tenth one on the Saturday has sold out now. So thank you for everyone who's mm. uh, coming along to that. The uh, one on the eleventh, which is the Sunday, uh, yes. still has places available. Um, yeah, that so... has
1: around about. Half a dozen spots left, I think, at time Very of good. recording. Okay, um, but yeah, come along to that one. Uh, that would be
0: pretty cool. Would be good fun. Yeah. And the Murray to Mallee workshop is now up and available. So, um, which we talked about last week. Um, that's the one that runs from the twelfth of October in Swan Hill, up mm. on the mighty Murray River. Um, pretty excited about that one. It's our first multi-day workshop. So yeah,
1: uh, I'm really looking forward. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, that's out there. That's ready to go. We've got a, a couple of places being purchased. There's a lot of. I I see the back end of my website, so I see where people go, um, <laughs> and and there's actually been quite a lot of people look at this workshop yep. uh, behind the scenes. So I'm pretty confident that we'll sell this one out as well, which would be absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, super excited. I think it's. Um, I think we're going to set a bit of a theme for these workshops we do. You and I, Brendan, because we. We know each other so well and we get on fairly well most of the time. I think they're just going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of learning, a lot of really cool photos getting taken, but just a lot of laughs and a lot of banter. And uh, So, yeah, if you want to come along and have a really good time, uh, hang out with like-minded people, get away from your partner for a few days or they can get rid of you for a few days, um, jump on the website. There's a link in the description below. Um, in the description below. Description on, um, and then uh, we can um, get you on there. So October twelfth yeah. through to whatever it is, four days after that. Yeah, that's right.
0: And we've got. Um, I think I think the important thing to note is, yes, there are a lot of fun, which is going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, but also, uh, basically, wall to wall knowledge. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know, for the for the whole time you're there, you have got access to Cam and myself, um, and it, no question is off the table. Yeah, unless you
1: shoot <laughs> Canon, Nikon, Sony, Fuji, then maybe. But um, but no, you're right. Like um, I, I actually think it's one of the, the the best things that I love about my job is, and I don't know. Like, it's a maybe it's that little endorphin hit we talk about that people like when they get a like online. But the fact that people are willing to part with their hard earned to come and suck as much knowledge of me on a workshop, I actually really love that. I think it's it's an incredible feeling that people want to pay for your professionalism and your knowledge and stuff like that. So, yeah, nothing's off limits. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to turn around and say, "Well, this is how you could take that shot. This is how I would take it, but I'm not going to show you how to do that." But this is how you could take. It. There's no there's no secrets. We want you guys to walk away with not only the same shots we get, but also, you know, as much knowledge as we can download into you in the in the 4 days that
0: we're there. So, absolutely. Yeah, and um just as a little aside, I'll be basically going up and mapping out that entire workshop in the next few weeks. So right. um having from a golf, look around from the golf course <laughs> <laughs> <No>. and, um, <laughs> and and I'll have a few photos to share to show a few more photos than you can mm-hmm. see on the website. Um, You know, so you can see exactly what you're going to be yeah. here for. So that'll, and that'll just, be grouse.
1: It'll be grouse. And just a, a final note on that. That's a fully inclusive tour that one. So we all meet in Swan Hill. We bus you around, we feed you, we teach you, um, we go everywhere, so you just pay a fee, and we look after the rest. Absolutely, looking
0: forward to it. Now, so, well, you you are off tomorrow yes. on another big adventure, which is yes. very very cool. Yes, I am. So down to the south. Where are you going? Southwest.
1: Southwest. So Malaluka. Um, oh, so that's right. Anyway, you can that. pause if you want to pause this YouTube clip, and go to your Google Maps, and then look at Hobart, and just head west from there, and you'll see there's a little place called Malaluka and a big Bathurst Harbour. I'll or be there could, for. The, or you could just you could type it in, or you could wait three minutes and then it'll be over. And you can do oh, it. So, oh, well, you could do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, roughly. Yeah. Don't we don't. Um, we need to
1: get. Don't we get, need to get more people at the end,
0: like hanging around, so we get them. Oh, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. We we can't have the graph falling off. The the algorithm gets upset. Mm-hmm. Um, one of us on this screen has a birthday this coming week. Now we all know that I've had mine because I raised the bat, so it's well, not it's, me. Well, not, it's not that. Oh, he's not there anymore. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. uh, happy birthday for next week, Cam.
1: Thank you. Yes, uh, forty-four. I'm not. Ca- I'm not getting any closer to you because you'll keep
0: moving. No, you're catching up. That's what catching we all up. say. You stop yeah. at
1: fifty. You hit fifty, and that's it. Stay,
0: pa- stay that's fifty. It.
1: Fifty. My wife yeah. hasn't. She's been thirty-four for the last ten years. I reckon. Wow. Funny um, about that. Funny about that. Uh, yeah. So birthday on Sunday. So thank you. It should be. I'll be in Melbourne, uh, up there with family and friends, and. Uh, yeah, chilling out and then, uh, yeah, back and
0: in, back into the swing of things. Awesome, very cool. Uh, myself, I will be <laughs> uh, nose to the grindstone, uh, working, working hard at the shops, which is has has that has talk shop, yeah. It's still, I've still got it, and <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? When you when you decide that you might want to offload something, hmm, it starts to, uh, well, please don't get rid of me. And uh yeah. The little, very... little carrot keeps getting dangled out. In Correct. It's been a very productive week at the Talkie store, which is great. So um awesome. excellent. Uh, I'm still getting rid of it though. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: excellent. Um, don't forget oh, to subscribe. To on as well. As well. That goes. Don't forget to subscribe. We're at 388. We'd love to see it pop up to 400 for my birthday. Oh, that's or four... We could do
0: 444. You know what we haven't done on the show for quite some time? A giveaway. Correct.
1: What are you so giving Maybe away? No, no, maybe no, maybe,
0: people, maybe when we hit 400, we'll do a giveaway. People don't listen this far in. No one's listening now. It's just you and me talking crap. I'll I'll give someone a million dollars. Now. <laughs> uh Yeah, if we get if oh, we get to that'll oh. get replayed. I'll tell so. you what. If
1: we get if we get to 400 subscribers, I'll give away one of the new Cradle Mountain
0: books. Well, now that's no uh, nothing to be sneezed at. No, we've well sneezed twice in this episode, so. That's true. And I've got a cradle mountain book. You gave yeah, yeah. me for my birthday. Thank you. There you go. No it's problem. awesome. I love it. By the way, it's on display in the shop. And I've already had a couple of people go, what's that all about? And I've told them. So there's a QR card on the back. That's right. <laughs> you could just go and get your oh, own copy, Perfect. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh all right. This has been are you done, Cameron. I'm waiting for you to say this has been episode We do this every time, don't we? This has been episode sixty nine of the Down South Photo Show. Thank you for joining. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Brendan. It's been a pleasure seeing you once again. We shall see you for episode 70 probably next week. Episode 70. Wow. We're getting up there, aren't we? All right. Bye for now. See you later. Oh, I nearly just hit end meeting and killed the whole thing. Oh, well, that would have been stupid, wouldn't it? Yes.